live from Bismarck. Live from the usual, well, a different apartment. It's Ashlyn and Christina at a place within where this week and every week we're going to try our hardest to get to the heart of our thoughts, feelings, and desires where we trust we'll find the gospel and our need for it. Sick. So we're here. We're here. And it's summertime, big time. We are learning how to be summertime, big time. And that's, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) Big time rush. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, 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 oh. I actually don't know. Come on, shake it up. What you gotta lose? Sorry, that was really too loud. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) The thing is that I was never (laughs) that into the Jonas Brothers. Me neither. Uh, But I was into Big Time Rush. I was like, oh, weird. You know what, Nickelodeon, you take, you have the Jonas Brothers. No, no, it was Disney Channel. You have the Jonas Brothers. We, Nickelodeon kids, will have Big Time Rush. That's fair. And I wonder... My parents... Oh, yeah? What? What? My parents had, like, a stigma against um, Nickelodeon. Yeah, because it's, like, trashier. You think so? It's funnier. It is funnier. Yeah, it's, like... true. Yeah, it's, like... I don't know. I wish I could think of a better word other than it's just, like, more Nickelodeon-y. (laughs) It it was funnier. Nickelodeon was... is clownier. Okay, I'll give it that. I don't know what Disney. Yeah, Disney for a while was a little more wholesome. Then it like stopped being wholesome. But yeah, when they had Jake Paul. Oh gosh. I've banned his name from my classroom. <laughs> um, I'm gonna close my window here. Yeah, I heard some good noises. Helicopters. There, that's a window closing noise. Wow, I feel like we have like a podcast where it's like sound effects and stuff. It's like, oh, it's starting to rain here in Bismarck. <laughs> yeah, fooled you. That was just me snapping. Yep. It's, um, I'm, I have a herd of tiny horses running through my room. Someone really had to knock just... on the door. <laughs> but really, it's what? It's some espresso beans that are no, covered in chocolate. Chocolate, coconut, almonds. Oh, Sorry, that was my next guess. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen a Trader Joe's in over a month. What? Because I'm in Bismarck, North Dakota. Wow. I just moved to closer to a Trader Joe's. Wow, what a life. Yeah. That's a blessing. How you doing? I'm doing well. Um last week I accidentally gave a TED talk, as we all know. And this week I gave <laughs> that TED talk in a real talk to some yes. chaplains. And it was good. Um, yeah, yeah. But now I'm just tired of wearing heels. And um, okay. But, oh, I was like, why did I bring up the talk? No, other than to be like, <laughs> I didn't give that talk. Um, but in that talk, when I'm talking about how we as disciples, as baptized Catholics, as baptized people go out into the world, um, into the culture at large, that we bring the grace of our baptism everywhere we go yeah we do so i say when you're buying zucchinis or i change it up all the time at trader joe's you're meriting grace for souls guys i'm adjusting my mic right now you'll be able to tell now i'm laying on the ground (laughs) it's really cute she's like really (laughs) posing it's cute so here we are so in bismarck and la respectively and it's a good time i'm glad to hear you're doing well how are you doing um Camp is fun. I like my coworkers, but I, man, 
I need to go to confession. My prayer life has just been sad. And I have like, I just want to be honest with y'all because we're going to talk about like repentance today. And I just don't want to be fake. Um, yeah, I have like noticed, okay, I've noticed just like so little urgency in my like um, sense of like relationship with God mm-hmm. right now. Um, and yesterday when we were coming back from trivia night, me and some of my roommates, we were talking about um, how one of my roommates is like really truly convinced that like um, civilization is going to like significantly change through like some kind of like pseudo apocalypse mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, due to, like, climate change wow. and, like, Tea. political craziness. And, like, I don't know if she's wrong. Like, I kind of don't think she is. I think, yeah, I have reason to believe that she's not wrong. And, you know, there was a time in my, like, faith life where I was like, man, well then, like, like just keep it going, you know? Like, stay close to Jesus and all will be well because we're not made for this world. But I was, like, really listening to this conversation and I was like, oh, gosh. I would not be on the right side of the fold. Mm. Just been, like, so not with it so anyhow i don't want to play spiritual director but i think that there are some things to be questioned and cores to be found here Mm. Um, do tell wow we're we're going for it i like that like (laughs) that for us um but like confession hypothetically Mm -hmm. what would you say like i don't desire to pray let's see i think i have to examine my conscience more well, that's a good um, thing. Yeah. So you were like, I need to go to confession because my life, my like prayer life isn't good. And I think a really important question to ask is like, what do I deem a good prayer life? Well, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. No. So it's not about like how many minutes or right. like things like that. It's like actually my disposition towards it. Right. Like that sort of sense of like, you're right. Yeah. I didn't necessarily say the truest version of that. It's more like I wake up in the morning and I'm really like, honestly like it will be okay if i don't which like it isn't it won't be okay right <laughs> i mean it will like god will like it, mercy but like um like that is the most important thing mm-hmm. like it's like is this actually the most important thing in my life and it's just like more than you more than in a long time mm-hmm. it's been like eh, not really like if i'm being honest you mm-hmm. know um so i'm kind of like coming to terms with that i think mm-hmm. i had been like kind of grappling back and forth and i, I say this on the podcast is i think that we can at least i know that like it's something that I've talked to people before, mm-hmm. like something that is somewhat relatable, perhaps right. for some for of us. Sure, for sure, for um. sure. But I think it's important that we like recognize that spiritual desolation isn't a sin. Yes, it, it can like lead to sin. Yes, that's exactly like that's the thing is that okay, I was just talking on the phone and we were both really realizing that we're both in like this period of desolation. And it was like after I talked to her on the phone, I was like, oh my gosh, like yes, we're both like we're like helping each other and like I'm gonna talk to God and like reorient my life and blah 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 and I just like truly didn't because I like didn't actually I mean I I cared in the moment but like when it was Mm -hmm. faced with like you know just not doing anything (laughs) I chose not doing anything you know what I mean anyways so like spiritual laziness is like a thing that I struggle with too you know like of Mm -hmm. okay you know like probably don't mm-hmm. have to and then that like builds upon itself but yeah. at the same time yeah i think it's really important that we explore try to understand where it's coming from um mm-hmm. and i don't think that we can actually discover that place in in this like process of like self-condemnation or thinking that in some way like our prayer is more pleasing to god when it's consoling right like consolation is a reward for us praying really well 
um, that's not that's not necessarily an accurate description of what's happening. No, of course not. You know, um, but I hear it all the time. This is something that, yeah, I get into sometimes. Is that um, there really isn't such thing as good prayer or bad prayer. Um, there's such thing as consoling prayer and dry prayer. Um, there are such things as distracted prayer. Um, but as far as like good prayer and bad prayer, that kind of assessment of it, um, it's a, it's a little bit of a sticky situation where it's like good prayer happened and bad prayer didn't. And sometimes there's a temptation to like not pray. Right. Or like Mm -hmm. a withdrawnness in prayer. Um, but because God's ways are greater than our ways and his thoughts are greater than our thoughts, ultimately that his love is just so much more than our love. Um, this is crazy, but like, even when we're distracted, even when we're having a hard time, even when we're super angsty, he still gazes upon us. Yeah, he does. Looks upon us with love. Um, so, okay. What the crap, you know? Yesterday, I um, went to confession, and um, that was something that, yeah, my confessor told me. It was like, he's like, yeah, he looks upon you with love, even sometimes through tears, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually can hurt him. Right. Um, but as we're figuring it out and we're trying to figure out what is, like, blocking relationship, what's going on with us, why we're, like, experiencing this dryness, this desolation, what, where it's coming from, um, we wrestle with it. We're in a big wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Jacob did that. God didn't, like, withdraw relationship yeah, from him. That's right. So why would he with you? I don't think you think that, but I think it's just one of those things that, like, whether, regardless of where it's coming from, God allows, like, this desolation to teach us mm-hmm. how to, like, fight. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a good point that, like, I am, like, very much awakened to, like, the tragedy of, like, spiritual apathy. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Mm. Um, yeah, and not in a way where I'm like, oh, no, like, yeah, God hates me, or, like, thinking, like, oh, I'm not doing enough for him or any of those mm-hmm. things. It's just, like, because I've been in peri- like, we we both have been in periods of desolation and just, like, maintained um, that faith, um, and it's not always like a consoling experience to um yeah to just be steadfast Mm -hmm. and truly like faithful um but to me yeah like there's so I'm trying to find the words to put it but like thinking back to those times I know that that's like I mean yeah we just know that those are such like beautiful times of growth um because yeah it's when the rubber it's when the rubber meets the road and like um when you're really like invited into true love with God and true faith in God. Um, so, I mean like, okay, so I'm not married, never been married, but I've seen in marriages and I've heard about these seasons of like lack of desire, Yeah, you know? Um, and God has made us for a covenantal relationship with himself. Mm. Oh yes. yes, yes. You know, keep going. So, those times where it's like not that fun yeah it doesn't make sense and guess what you know like that not that fun and it not making sense is something wrong with us not wrong with him so there's that but it's hard to figure out and the this struggle does not change the covenant you know 
But yeah. if we, like, if we believe, like, so many people in, like, marital relationships think of, like, the spark is gone. The joy is gone. Okay, that they're suffering. We have to just acknowledge that. And we're allowed to mm-hmm. acknowledge, like, the suffering and the disappointment in that. Like, God actually want, isn't offended to hear that. Isn't hurt when we say, you don't delight me and the joy is gone. Like, he's hurt when we just leave. Mm-hmm. Which is, is the way, like, a spouse who's like, okay, you know, I don't really want to work through this with me or with you. I just want to go. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It's about not leaving. Yeah. Slightly less dramatic, but I mean, sometimes I've I've been at that point where I'm like, I'm staying in this because I have to, and I there's a teeny, teeny, tiny, tiny little part of me that's like, it'll be okay and it'll come back, you know? And I'm going to listen to that teeny part and not this big, all this other stuff. It's like, numb, leave, you know? Mm-hmm. Your distractions are boring, but this is worse. You know, like, that. those things sound very big and large and take up a lot of space inside of me. And it's just that teeny thing that's true, but... In a time of, yeah, a lot of dryness and desolation in my life, pretty recently, I stumbled upon this quote that was so consoling um, by St. Francis de Sales. I don't even know how I found it, but it was rocking and it was such a gift. Can I share it? Yes. Our actions are like roses, which when fresh have more beauty, yet when dry have more strength and sweetness. Our works performed with tenderness of mm. heart are more agreeable to ourselves who regard only our own satisfaction Yet when performed in the time of dryness, they possess a, possess more sweetness and become more precious in the sight of God. Wow. That is lovely. And I think it's true. This line mm-hmm. that is like so intense. Our works performed with tenderness of heart are more agreeable to ourselves who regard only our own satisfaction. Yet when performed in the time of dryness, they possess more sweetness to God. Right. Like that morning that you get your arse out of bed. Yeah. And go to pray and are not yeah. excited about it. Yeah. Could they? Could those times be even like more sweet to him? What in the world? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's a part of me that is like, yeah, immature. It's like, okay, I want to share my Francis de Sales quote and like fix your problems. I want to take it away. No, I want okay, no, no, no. Cast for it I like, honestly loved that Francis de Sales quote. I'm sorry, I was. <laughs> Ashlyn, um, no, 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 but my like, my response to you in in its time of dryness. <laughs> no, no, I I love it. Like I actually do, and I think it. Um, it yeah, it's not that it. Yeah, sure, it doesn't. No, we always are like, it doesn't fix my problems. I'm like so over like, I we always say that mm-hmm. it's not gonna fix it. Like no, okay, nothing's gonna fix it. Um, <laughs> like, um, but yeah, like um. It is so meaningful and it's so true. And to have truth spoken over mm-hmm. um, a place where there is discouragement, which means that to some extent there are lies being believed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that is a, like an, an opportunity for healing. So mm-hmm. I do appreciate it. And I was like, literally, as soon as you said what you just said, <laughs> um, I was like, wow, I'm not like, like right before that, I was like, I didn't react very much <laughs> to what she just said. But, but like, <laughs> I, I'm thankful for that because... I mean, like, real-time moment, everybody. Like, when we think that, like, one conversation... I mean, it could. Like, we could be transformed in an, in an instant. Yes. He could come in and, like, change everything. When that doesn't happen and we have some sort of false expectation that it ought to or that he owes us mm-hmm. that, or if it doesn't happen, yes. it didn't work. Like, yeah. then, then we're tempted to, like, put on a performance, and that's not genuine at all. You know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I mean, like, in an actual desert, the water has to sink in slow. You know, yeah. it comes down in little yeah. pieces so we can actually like water something. 
Oh, that is very powerful. What happens if you if there's like a huge dumping monsoon in a desert is a flash flood. Mm-hmm. It doesn't soak up. Mm-hmm. So wow, that's like you should write a book about that image. Okay, I have a, I have a really good friend. Um, shout out, you know who you are. Who <laughs> took me through that? Um, took you through that idea? Yeah, or just like experience oh, cool. that in her life and. Hey, thank that person. Articulate that. Um, but beautiful. Yeah, in regards to like repentance. Yeah. Confession. We've talked about a little bit, but yeah, like this thing that I'm really like mulling over right now. It's just mm-hmm. repentance and what does it mean to be penitent? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, it means like being sorry, but what is like the character of that like penitence? Because I don't know if you've yeah. ever had this experience where you like go in, you've done an examine, you're really thorough, and like the priest kind of is like like don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, they do that all the time because they'll because I have to say I'm a teacher when I go to confession uh-huh. because you know I'll be like my students, um, I'll like say something about my students and they always are like what how many years we've we been teaching oh well it's May oh well it's October oh well it's December yeah <laughs> like there's always yeah sorry go on no and like but that, I like guess that I really... sympathy and everything is like like kind and merciful I guess. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also like, I, but I want to be sorry, Father. Like, yeah, I thought that was a part of this whole thing. I have to like really feel bad about myself when I come in here. Um, and so mm-hmm. thinking about that and thinking about the way that I examine my conscience and obviously like confession can't necessarily be about like the priest's reaction, but like in the right. light of the Holy Spirit, like listening to the Holy Spirit, how does his, his advice sit? You know, like, why is he telling me these things? Mm-hmm. And... I've had this sense for a while, not really knowing what to do with it. They don't think I'm necessarily like confessing the right things, you know, mm-hmm. like interesting. I, I want to be like, become more sharp and more like God's heart to see these things yeah. that like I'm offended by versus the things that like he's offended by. Mm-hmm. Um, so right, getting into right, that. Right. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I had this thought, I mean, as I'm yeah. preparing for a confession and I'm like, up in the choir loft here at you, Mary, looking out at everyone. And I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't necessarily know like what this thought came from or where, like what it was connected to. But I think a lot of times when I sit down to examine my conscience, which um, I think most of our listeners are Catholic, but to be pastoral. Yeah. An examination of conscience is thinking through your actions since your last confession, examining where your conscience was at when you committed those actions Um, Mm -hmm. and were those actions sinful and repenting of those sins. Yeah. Um, and I think when I sit down to examine my conscience, oftentimes, like, I'm listening for the things that I, like, feel like accusations. I look for yeah. the sins that I'm accused of. And it just, like, dawned on me at the beginning of this week that God doesn't, God's not the accuser. The accuser right. is, like, the Satan, you know? Like, yeah, right, right, right. that's, like, one of his names is the accuser. And so when I'm sitting down to, like, examine my conscience for the lord the voice that i'm actually listening for without really meaning to Hmm. isn't the right voice interesting you know like yeah i'm not always looking for the things that like i am sorry for or the things that i feel like like this penitence this guilt for yeah i'm like thinking about the things that like i feel accused of and wanted to take those to the confessional yeah and i just like never thought that i was doing that yeah i never noticed that either so when wow. I go in and I'm like, I'm super distracted in prayer. That's something that, like, I feel accused of. Keep going. And, um, like, I have too many crushes on too many boys. 
and I make too big of a deal about these things in my heart. Okay, hmm. like, yeah, like, these men in my life, like, or men in my life that I have a crush on. I feel like an idiot when I say that, but we're moving on. Um, it was so interesting when I was, like, thinking about that and then taking a couple more days. What I ended up confessing, wow, I mean, I'm, I'm not ashamed, like, was <laughs> that in all of these efforts that I'm making to, like, date virtuously mm-hmm. and to, like, be courageous and to, like, be bold yeah. in and actively receptive of my vocation. Yeah. I am clunky. I am not very virtuous. I have a really difficult time being courageous and being detached in the way that I desire to. And mm, yeah. so I'm I'm trying to be like, well, I'm lustful because I'm really distracted by men. And I'm realizing like, no, I'm really inexperienced. I don't know how to do very well the thing that I am called to do. And so I'm like trying to get this out in the confessional with this very generous priest. He's like, so what you're saying is that you're disappointed that you're human. Oh. Um, and he, I think he would have said something different to me if I had sat down and said, like, I'm a lustful pig because I think about this guy more than I wish that I did. Yeah. Um, you think he would have said something different? I don't know what he would have said. But, like, when I was really trying to, like, identify, like, what was at the root of this dis- this distraction, you know, like... Mm-hmm. had a good conversation with a friend where I'm like she was like talking about her love life she's like my heart is good my head is a mess you know like I feel yeah. so steady in my heart but my head is just like super distracted and just all over the place and trying to make all of these plans and that disintegration like comes from a lack of virtue for sure um and like bringing it to confession is good but a good confession comes when we're not just like saying the things that we feel accused of but trying to, like, identify the lies that we're mm-hmm. believing or, like, what we're right. actually sorry for. Right. Well, I'm thinking about, um, okay, so first of all, that insight about, like, being accused um, is so powerful, right? Like, yeah, we all, not we all, but, like, some of us have heard that before, that God is not the accuser. So, like, how important is it that, like, we privilege yeah, when we're thinking of what we're repentant of, right? We privilege that feeling of accusation as like, oh, well, obviously that's a sin. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because like, I don't know, like what is that tactic that is being used there to get us? Because a lot of times they are like sayings, right? Mm-hmm. If you're, but I guess the tactic is to get you to stay in your shame right? at post-confession, you know? Um, I think so that I guess, but also to have like a dullness of sense. To okay. the things that, like, God actually, like, Ooh, yeah, desires. Yeah. So that all you feel is accusation. To remove, so even right. if So once you... Okay, I see. Yeah. So, so I feel but like I think that you have a list prob- of all the wrong things. Have you experienced as well? I'm, I'm, I bet you have. I don't know if I'm going to be able to put it into words. But this feeling of, like, excitement to... I don't even know how to describe it. I'm trying to say almost, like, excitement to hand over. Mm. Um... Like that which has been identified as problematic, that which has been identified as opposed to love, to hand those things over to the Lord, hand them over to Christ on the cross, uh, Christ resurrected. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't Definitely know. Like, theoretically, I d- like, yeah. And I think that, like, I've had senses of that. I don't think I would have been able to describe it quite. So, like, yeah. Like, are you excited? You know, I think, yeah, I have that experience before, but I wasn't thinking to myself, I am excited. 
does that make sense yeah yeah i think same 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 yeah that's a that's a that's an important distinction because it's definitely not a feeling like when you're driving to confession you're like yay we're gonna go unite with christ well and um, i mean to be completely real here don't mind me while i open up my can of mango bubbly <laughs> i thought you were like talking like metaphorically that you were gonna open up a can of something no i'm just really gonna drink some sparkling water hold on <laughs> sip i think you know that there's very much a part of me that god's grace and yeah the like huge blessing that i've been given to like know that my life is about being his disciple mm-hmm. and that like the considerable effort that i've given but other people have also given to like for me in the habits that yeah. follow from that like chosen path is that like there is a lot of time where i go get in the confession line or i go to confession and i'm just like i'm really glad that i have the opportunity to do this and it's not urgent and that hasn't always been the case in my life mm, but i'm like yeah, same. you know the times where it's like i mean and praise god for the sacrament but like the drives where it's like yeah i have to go today yes yeah um, exactly feel a little bit different than oh yeah I have the opportunity to do this today. I'm really thankful. And I really would right. like to do this, you know? Right. And there's, a, like, th- that nervousness of, like, what do I say? And, like, you know, I desire to be, like, honest in here and still navigating, yeah, how to, like, make a spiritually mature and self-aware, loving and contrite confession. Not an yeah. expert, hence why we're doing this. Right. And I think, like, those moments of, like, I have to go today, um maybe can like help us identify Mm -hmm. like what that other voice is because those are often some of the most clear like accusatory voices Mm -hmm. but it's also sorry okay so I mean that when you are when you know that you have to go as soon as possible you have to fly to confession as I heard somebody put it um it's I think that most of us who have had that experience know what it is to feel that like accusation Mm mm-hmm Um, so then, but then I also think that perhaps we know what it is, what the other one is, Mm. um, from that same thing. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like I'm trying to like look through, actually, you know what, for me, I think that a lot of times my like very urgent confession times have almost always felt more like, have almost always felt more accusatory or more Mm. like. I want to get this off my chest. Like it becomes mm-hmm. very selfish for me when it is more urgent. I don't know. Well, you know, this isn't like a, okay, here I am the expert, but I would figure that according to rules for discernment and like Ignatius's like explanation of the movements of the spirit that like mm-hmm. gnawing pricking, if I've committed a mortal sin is yeah. coming from the good spirit. Okay. Um, so this like itching feeling of like, I got to get in there and this kind of this war of like, don't go, don't say it. Right. That sounds like the evil spirit in a time where like, we're moving away. And I mean, a Jesuit or a good spiritual director who like understands Ignatian spirituality could present this in a more nuanced way. Um, but yeah, like, I don't think that when you commit a mortal sin, it like, well, sorry, really (laughs) thinking out loud here. Yeah. That like moving away from grace yeah yeah and being removed in relationship the good spirit moves in this like kind of like pricking mm-hmm. and the evil spirit tries to ease us out of it whereas um in a state of grace and pursuing holiness the opposite is true where the mm-hmm. evil spirit is like an accuser that like pricking by nodding 
biting, gnawing are the words that San Ignatius uses, and the good spirit, like, consoles and comforts. Hmm. Okay, fair. Um, Okay. But I do think it still applies, that, like, sort of sense of, like... Yeah. um, Accusing yourself or feeling accused. But Mm -hmm. I think it always... Yeah. Well, anyways, but I think that that whole accusing experience always rests in pride and, Mm -hmm. like, tying our repentance to I should have been better. Mm. Yep, 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 yep. Which has been a lot of, like... Yeah, I mean, I guess you can see it from my um, reflection on my current state. Um, yeah, that's been a lot of my, like, I don't even know what my, like, wrestling mm-hmm. has been, like, having this feeling of, like, I should have been better. And then going in and being mm-hmm. like, well, why? Yeah. Like, <laughs> why should I have been better? Um, I I think wow. I was I don't know if I even said this to you maybe I did maybe I said it on the pot I don't know but this I had this feeling when I was coming back um I was on a long drive and I had just been talking a lot about something that I was very like disappointed in myself for um and something just made me think to myself like almost like imagining Christ saying to me if like on the cross Christ Mm -hmm. on the cross if you were perfect, then this was for nothing. Mm. Um, you know what? It wasn't even that because like the perfect thing, I always like battered away. And I'm like, ah, obviously I'm not perfect. Even though my perfectionism is per- pervasive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> pervasive. Okay, sorry. Um, but like it was more like Christ on the cross looking at me like, was this for nothing? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. Which like it's not that there's an excuse to stay in sin, but it's like mercy is real mm-hmm. and... The crucifixion was real and it happened for a reason. And mm-hmm. that reason is um, that I sin all the time. And so what is repentance look that like? Like when I know that because mm-hmm. we can't go and turn it into like, okay, well, I know that I always sin, so I'm not going to feel bad about it anymore. Right. Presumption. Right. Or just like hopelessness like this. Exactly. Yeah. Which I think maybe is close to the root of what, we were discussing at the beginning of the podcast like yeah this feeling of like well i've been even in those times of consolation look how i treated that person mm. you know and like so clearly this isn't working you know what i mean something that um father angelus who's a cfr said to some of our missionaries here um it's just so insane i was not even in this conference and it was like wrecking in a good way i was gonna say a hot way so both um <laughs> So Father Angelus, the CFRs, says to these missionaries, like, he's talking about New York City and how there's this counter in New York City for the national debt and how it just, like, is so extreme and so huge and it just always goes up. It always is going up. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, like, our wounds and our sins in the ways that we're afraid of God, in the ways that we've been hurt, and, the, like, the sins of our families, like, all of these things, like are just too much for us to ever pay back. They just rack up and they rack up and they rack up. And, like, that exists in our lives. Yeah, yes, it was, like, paid off, but, like, it racks up and it racks up and it racks up. And he's like, when a corporation has more debt than it can pay back, it has to declare bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. You declare bankruptcy. I declare bankruptcy! Sorry, couldn't (laughs) resist that reference. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that we have to, like, declare bankruptcy and ask for the Holy Spirit to come in and, like, give us the tools that we need to repent. 
and not just yeah. to repent but to surrender yeah um craziness but in this like repentance okay this is still like a thing right like repent and believe in the gospel mm-hmm. and so yes like we are loved and yes like god does not like remove this gaze from us like he looks for us he runs after us um but he also calls us to repentance and i think so often i go into the confessional even when it's like routine confession that sounds not great but i don't know what else to say um (laughs) yeah like a desire to frequent that sacrament so even in that state um i can still go into the confessional thinking that the expectation of me is to come back and play the like prodigal son you know Mm -hmm. i'm like okay god we're gonna do our skit again Mm -hmm. where i know that you're gonna forgive me but i have to come back looking like this i think that this is where i get the corrections in the confessional you know and they're not like ever mean um but it is an obstacle to like my receptivity there because i'm like i'm coming in and i'm kind of playing a part and i like mean it but i mean it because i think i'm supposed to you know there's like this immaturity here in me that i come back and i'm like you know father i've sinned against heaven against you like make me one of your hired hands in your home waiting you know expectantly to hear him say like no you're forgiven right Mm -hmm. when i think that like the opportunity that i have is to go into the confessional like david in psalm 51 yeah like what they say is is different right yeah, um yeah. like have mercy on me oh god according to your merciful love blot out my transgressions wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin there's this repentance of like i need your mercy according mm-hmm. to like i know my transgressions my sin is ever before me and i have sinned against you and you alone yeah but then it's always met with this like wash me clean mm-hmm. you can do it wash me clean a humble mm-hmm. and contrite heart you will not spurn yes and i i just want to be able to go in with that heart just like genuinely rather mm-hmm. than like being this like little prodigal son puppet that i didn't even realize i was being mm-hmm. you know until like less than a week ago it just kind of hit me yeah that's um yeah i think that that humble and contrite heart is like where it's really at um mm-hmm. because the humility is what is going to lead to true repentance and true love, you know? Um, it's the humility that tells us, not tells us, but like the the disposition that mm-hmm. is accepting of the true, of the full truth of who we are mm-hmm. and who God is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there is some truth to that, like, I am nothing compared to you right. at the same time as there is this insane truth of like, and you who only create that which is good. Mm-hmm. You created me on purpose, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and therefore, like, to get wrapped up on the side of I am good or I am bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, obviously, is a lack of humility. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, I, I think it's it's a matter of centering ourselves mm-hmm. in... Uh, yeah centering ourselves in our identities as children of god and like for me i think that taking like an assessment of my disposition my attitude towards my towards myself like how would i describe myself mm-hmm. in this moment you know um if i wanted to like i don't know this sounds kind of stupid but if i wanted to like assess like the genuineness of my repentance or mm-hmm. something like that like if i just wanted to like be aware of my disposition either going into confession or thinking about my sin or whatever it's like okay well how would I describe myself Mm -hmm. you know in this moment how would I have described myself when I did that thing Mm -hmm. um 
how do I want to describe myself when I go into confession, you know? Um, and if the answer there is like, well, I want to, I want to be like good again, Mm -hmm. you know, we know there's a lie there. Um, or like, I should have been better. Mm -hmm. We know there's a lie there. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't really know what, it always feels like a cop out to, for me. And I know that's kind of a sad thing to say, but it always feels like kind of a cop out to me to like go to, if I want to describe myself as like a beloved daughter of God, then I'm doing good. <laughs> I mean, and that's true, but it's also like, it's not quite descriptive enough well, it's so for me to like understand. Yeah. Like, what do you think? For me, it's like, I can be so fixated on this. Like I, and scandalized by like, I, I just wish that I was better than I am. Right. You know, um, which like that desire is not bad, but the scandal is like not from him. It's not for me, you know? Yeah. Um, the dwelling but yeah usually like I become so impacted by that we we hinted we were talking about this earlier that I can't even get to like what actually is wrong you know Mm -hmm. um and I didn't think that I was going to share this but I would love to like yeah in my most recent confession I was talking about like a relationship where gosh I just like don't give this person a break in my head and in my heart and even in my actions I just like Whew, you know, it was like humbling to say that to go in and like be face to face with the priest and be like, I'm a total biatch to my colleague, you know? Oh my gosh, um, that was my thing too. And well, that's weird. <laughs> he asked me like really mercifully, like, yeah, like why? Right. You know? And that was harder. Like, it was hard to say, like, I'm kind of a sarcastic butt to this person that really like annoys me. <laughs> um, yeah. And then when he, like, invited me to go deeper, I was, like, starting to get flustered. And it was so beautiful. He's like, listen, like, what is Jesus saying? Wow. You know? And, like, yeah, in very instructive in this. He's, Ooh. Um, that, like, I can do this now. Even if, like, I don't get this baller priest, you know? Yeah. Um, and I had to say out loud, like, I'm jealous, you know? And, like, uh. name the thing that causes me mm-hmm. to sin. Because that also is a sin, right? Yeah. And... To also name, like, the fears that I have and what, like, it's causing me to, like, behave in this way that I don't desire. Um, yeah. And very pastorally, he, like, looked at me. He was like, I'm really proud of you for saying that. That was really hard. Oh, my gosh. It was very guy? Yeah, he's a special, special man. Father Stephen Brello of Joliet, Illinois. Man. Everyone. They get all the saintly priests at Focus Training and, and the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know where they are. Well, he gave me that for you too. Thank you, him. Thank him, Jesus. Me. It was That's Jesus. Lovely. Thank him for me. Okay. <laughs> it's like whenever um, I would leave to go to mass, I'd be like, "I'm going to mass," um, and my husband would go, "Say hi to Jesus for me," and I'd be like, "Come say hi yourself." He's over there. So, <laughs> I mean, I will, but. <laughs> Okay. I do always kind of think that's confusing. <laughs> not all my house. Sorry, I'm not accusing my housemates. They're lovely people. Okay, anyways. Um. Man. So, everyone and Christina, that was the contents of my last confession that I was absolved of my sins. Yeah. Yes, you were. So yeah, and so how would you how would you describe your yourself? I don't know. I'm Gazed upon. Test this out. Ooh. Say that again. Gazed upon. Ooh say that again. <laughs> and like you know what trying my hardest to look back like in the eyes yeah um yeah and i think that's sorry 
I'm I think just that, an insecure yeah. girl who's like afraid of eye contact, you know? Mm. And like he's patient. Mm, and you are being gazed upon. Beautiful. Yeah, I think that's so significant. Like, uh, okay, I'm going to just like kind of muse on I love it. that whole thing. Easy muse. Because um, like that question of like, how would I describe myself? You know, I, I think that it's folly. Dare I say the word folly? <laughs> that's the St. Paul word. <laughs> I associate that word with you. Um, I think Thank it's, you. you're welcome. <laughs> I, I think that it's folly you. to like try to come up with a rule that would be like, now you should be able to think of your identity as this sentence. Now, mm. sure, beloved daughter of God, great. But like, if we want to be more specific and, and like identify your like specific relationship with him in a particular moment, um, yeah, there's not like a rule that's going to be like, this is the best way. Mm. to identify it or to describe it um i think that because i'm thinking about like saints like therese and faustina who were so humble and so Mm. great like just like Like so beyond yeah and just like did not and i don't it's not that they didn't know it they just like they didn't even care you know like i don't think they didn't have the sense of like i should have been better they didn't they didn't Mm -hmm. do that you know i mean i'm sure they maybe they did at some point but like um they're characterized by this great understanding of their smallness and their belovedness. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was like trying to think to myself, you know, like how would Therese, how does Therese describe her like sinfulness, you know, or well, how does she describe she her? It's like, like mm-hmm. a drop in an ocean or something like a drop in an ocean mm-hmm. of mercy. Yeah. Uh, who, that might be a more of a Faustina. Th- I don't know. Or like, I sound, I've, I've like, heard some, but some saints say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little drop of water, like like in a fire. It's just like a like totally evaporates, totally burns up. Yeah, 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 exactly. But um, yeah, it's like because they're like unitive, you know. Right. And like mm-hmm. when we, it's important that we acknowledge it. I am a beloved daughter of God, but yes. like I I don't have a covenant with my dad. Okay, right. so there's actually something more here. Like yeah, I'm a beloved daughter because of like adoption, not just like adoption into the family of God, adoption into the family of God by marriage, by being like grafted into the son. Yeah. I, I am like one with the son. I am his bridegroom and this is how I've been adopted. Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, there, there is many ways to like attempt to articulate something unfathomable. Yeah. But of course. Yeah. Yeah. The better ones will just be more truthful. Oh yeah. Of course. But I think, um, yeah, I think I was just, like, moved by that idea of, like, I am gazed upon. Because um, it's not egocentric. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not about, like, it's not about a valuing of self. Mm. Which I think is something that we tend to do. No, all the time. Like, I, oh my gosh, yeah. All Thinking now time. about, and I'm, like, about to, val- what'd you say? I said all the time, but with kind of an accent. Oh. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I'm about to value myself with what I'm about to say like there are times when I've definitely like sat down to examine my conscience before confession and being like huh we did pretty good this time around Mm -hmm. you know and it's like totally yeah like placing almost a not a price tag but like a quality rating Mm -hmm. or like a grade on myself Mm -hmm. um declare bankruptcy it's just goofy declare bankruptcy it's about it's about like uniting 
life with love and like finding the not even finding <laughs> even that's too like action oriented just well, like our actions letting in the light something. well but yeah yeah but i'm but you have to like think about the disposition where you're at mm-hmm. when you like choose like this is what i've been experiencing like when i choose words mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so if i go and say i'm gonna find blah 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 right now it's probably not the best way to phrase like ah self-knowledge Good. what i'm what's gonna happen yeah. um like i just need to like shut up mm. <laughs> you, like i mean i think i could totally tell myself like no you don't need to shut up you've been silent like no i haven't i've been like sitting around like not quite railing at god but like being like you know god i know that you want me to talk to you but clearly i'm not like <laughs> well and like being more honest and more specific is like the scary thing it's like yeah. I'm deflecting, I'm deflecting, I'm deflecting. And like the question from him will always be like, what is it? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the, the deflection is painful. It's hard because it's not what we were made for. You know, we were made for unity. But yeah, I mean, you said like this, you said like something, unity of life and love. And I think that like where that's found is like in unity of will. You know, like mm-hmm. where like my love infiltrates my life, it's like in those acts of the will. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that's it, people. This is yeah. the life. Um, thank goodness we didn't say anything new, because we don't <laughs> want to be heretics. Exactly. Um, but, um, cool. Yeah. What? Well, well, Ash Ween, what has been racking your soul like a wagon wheel? <laughs> So I hate that song. <laughs> like it, no offense, yeah. every acoustic guitar player. No offense, CSC parties. Sorry. No offense, old Crow Medicine show that Darius Rucker got more famous. No offense, whoever wrote that song. Um, what's been rocking my soul is um, the Rosary. Um, Good answer. Not. Oh, I was, like, such a resistant rosary prayer. And I, like, never wanted to admit that. I was like, ah, I'm just going to not participate in this conversation right now. Um, and not admit mm-hmm. that, like, praying the rosary feels like carrying boulders up a hill in my brain. Yeah. Um, but I tried to be more committed to it. And this week, I'm starting to notice that, like, love is forming. Yeah. Um, but I... I loved our lady when the rosary was hard um but man mm-hmm. the time spent together is rocking my soul how about you beautiful um i think um well a couple things kind of because it's like it is dry um but i think like definitely the moment when when i realized that both me and my friend were in periods of desolation i think i it was almost like empowering mm. um to just be like oh duh like that's what's going on mm. um and it's like less scary like less like oh my gosh we're doing something wrong like da, da, da. anyhow so um there's that and then um i really like my co-workers at camp mm. and i just kind of like hanging out with them so love to hear it. yeah so there there it is when you see a guy if you are in the area, in the guys and dolls junior coming to you. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> we're so cute i have like two um or actually was it was four one of them quit the camp so now it's three um little like featured dancers oh. who i'm like kind of like hotbox girl no 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 the hotbox girls are like a different set of people but um it, the two of them are like two little boys who are i'm putting in like a bunch of different things and like teaching them a bunch of new stuff that like they don't know um and they're working really hard and they've like never done this type of dancing before um but they're like pretty good um as far as like natural talent is concerned or like talent in other areas um but we started having issues today unrelatedly to like kids messing around the bathrooms like locking doors behind people and like peeling paint and all this stuff okay why am i talking about that with the dancers um because (laughs) we came into class and um we had just had this big conversation with all of the campers about like those things happening and this is the new rule and da 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 da. so we come in and a couple kids are like i have a comment and i was like okay so they're all like commenting stuff and they're like why would someone do this why why the humanity (laughs) and and then i i could tell that one of the little dancer kids was feeling really sad all class i could just tell and i was like i bet he's involved and he came up to me after class he was like miss i just wanted to tell you that i was one of the ones messing around in the bathroom oh <laughs> repentance i know i was like i could tell <laughs> i was like oh thank you and this is like my uh, you know not a religious camp so i was like well i believe in forgiveness Mm. I mean, everybody does at the camp. Like, it's fine. Like, but like, I don't know. It's just no. That's I'm, like, I have to like tell myself like, you know, I don't know. When I'm at school, I'm like, okay, well, like the gospel kid. Like, you know how it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but like in in the culture at large, when you're a witness of forgiveness and mercy, they're not easy mm-hmm. to come by. Yeah. Praise the Lord for that opportunity. Yeah. Oh, well, folks, here we are. Yep. God bless you. God bless. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. Uh, we love it. This has been yeah. a place within. Follow us yes, at APW Podcast on Instagram, APW Pod, Twitter. Uh, Although us. I should say, I tweeted a long time ago. Um, I just wanted to let everyone know I'm tired of Twitter, and I wanted to see if I would come back, and uh, it hasn't happened. You know what? Social media <laughs> is not the priority of the summer. Um, but if you have anything to say to us, you can always email us at apwpodcast at gmail.com. Love you. And thank you for listening. And, um, if you like our podcast and you think that there's someone that you know that would like it too, um, more people could like our podcast if you would share it. Thank you. And (laughs) thank you. (laughs) I'm such a, okay. It's good. We love you. You are so gazed upon. All right. That's it. That's enough. (laughs) God bless you all.